B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. I'm Tad. We have Drex. Good morning. And we have Kara. Good morning. Drex. Yeah, I want to get real with you guys for a second. I got a question. Is the state of the country in this pandemic putting a strain on your relationships or is it just me? Mm, I can see how that can be a common problem right now. Everybody's kind of on edge and... It's a, you know, it's a very strange time. I, I need some help. And I'll ask you guys to be patient with me because I'm not great at talking about this kind of stuff. Um, and I'd love to sit here and say that my relationship with my wife is all sunshines and rainbows. Mm. But it's not. I'm going to cut the crap. We're, we're struggling. And it came to a head yesterday. Uh-oh. What, what happened? To do. Uh, so I was here till noon, like working on our show and then went home and did two or three hours of computer work because our taxes are due. Then had to go pick up Avery from school and take her to uh, horseback riding. Finally get home at uh, five o'clock and I sit down and I'm at the point where I'm too tired to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like I had not been home for like 14 or 15 hours at that point. So I'm sitting down, resting my feet. My wife pulls into the driveway and she gets out and she goes, hey, don't get too comfy. Oh, we got to put up those Halloween decorations that we promised Avery that we would put up outside. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm laughing because I saw this coming from a mile away. What do you mean? When you're tired mm-hmm. and you've been busting your butt all day mm-hmm. and you're separate from your wife, she's out doing her thing, you're doing yours, you finally get that moment to sit down yeah. and she comes barreling in like she has no... Like, without regard for all of the efforts that you put in all day long, right? Yeah, so she she walks in and, and says, I said, honey, I have to say no. Uh, she's like, well, what are you tired? You didn't get your, you didn't get a nap today? You, you, you got off the air at 9 or 10 o'clock. You didn't get your nap? I'm, I'm like, whoa, 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 back up. Like, let me run through the laundry list of the things that I've been doing since you've been gone. She goes, well, listen, I'm tired, too. I was just at a closing with some of my clients th- that were buying a house. We had to sit there for four hours because the lender went ghost on us. Apparently, like, so many people are buying houses and um, they are uh, uh, refinancing houses. Like, these lenders are swamped, mm-hmm. so they're not answering. She looks, so I had a hard day, too, and I understand that you had a hard day, but we said we're going to do this. And we just, like, have this big, massive blowout fight yesterday and we're both tired and both frustrated and i don't think we're fighting with each other i think we're just fighting because of the situation that we're that we're put in right now with what's going on in the country and the pandemic and and all the stuff going on and so we haven't really spoke since about 5 15 yesterday afternoon oh no and I'm just curious if anybody else is struggling in their, in their relationship because of what's going on or like, or is this a season that's just going to pass? Like, are, are we going to get over this? I, I kind of feel like sometimes when the holidays are approaching, people get like this regularly. Okay. But I think it's just even more intensified with everything else that's going on in the world and what's been going on for the last, what, eight months now, seven, eight months that people are just kind of short fused, even more so than normal and you know you take things out on the ones you love the most yeah i feel like and not really on purpose but just because they're the people that you release to and then it's how they're taking your release you know does that make any sense 100 percent. that's exactly what happened so you're both very busy people and she Probably, you know, very successful is running mm-hmm. around all day, and she sees you as this lazy DJ, <laughs> <laughs> right? Who gets off the radio at nine o'clock in yeah. the morning, doesn't realize that you have been busting your butt all day with the taxes and all of this, and doing all this work. 
And I think her love language is, I've noticed, it's acts of service. So when I refuse to do it and I say no, I think my wife hears she like... She feels like that's... Not yeah. loved. Yeah. I my I, I was thinking about this before. As you were talking, I was like, I can't, what, what, what real advice overall could I give mm-hmm. you? And all I would say is what has helped me is because we are all stressed out, especially with like, like you take the pandemic on mm-hmm. top of mm-hmm. murder hornets and those new little fuzzy caterpillars and the election. Oh, and the election. There's all of this nonsense going on. First of all, with the election, stop watching the news. Stop right? watching yeah. television. Yeah, stop real. paying attention. Like you already know, make cast your vote. That's it. Get that out of the way. Then. Do some relaxation. Both of you need to realize you need to bring your overall stress level down. Mm -hmm. And so really, I think the solution could be like a cuddle and bubble kind of weekend, maybe together, maybe apart. Get a massage, start learning how to meditate. You can learn how to meditate. There's all kinds of different styles of meditation that are on YouTube for free. I'm sure you could watch the YouTube videos and just do some Overall, bring your overall stress level down because you'll be kinder to each other. You'll have more mm-hmm. patience for each other. It's hard to meditate when I'm being told I have to put wainscoting up in the dining room, Ted. Yeah, she walks into the room and you're sitting there <laughs> quiet with your fingers up in the yeah. air in a yoga pose. And I know, you, I know you're uh, flexible for the yoga That's pose. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's see. We're getting some advice on the phones here. And Catherine is in Stockbridge. Um, maybe someone else can add more to it, but I wanted to say that um, Mercury is in retrograde for us on some of that yesterday, so communication is really low. Yep. I see, but I, I hate, Catherine, I hate blaming other things. Like, I hate blaming the state economy. I hate blaming Mercury on retrograde. I hate blaming this pandemic. Uh, you know, I, I'd rather figure out at the core, like, what's really going on. I know, I know, but that's all I, when, when you were talking, I was like, we just had the conversation at work yesterday, and that was the main thing somebody kept saying is that, well, Mercury's in retrograde, so communication between people are going to be really bad. And Drex, you make fun of me about it every time it comes around, but Mercury being in retrograde is a real thing. It is a real communication breakdown. It is a real relationship grinder. It is real with like technology and things messing up on you. What did I say to you yesterday? What's that? Mercury in retrograde went into effect in that very day. I'm like looking at dirty pictures of my neighbor's daughter. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. Oh, <laughs> uh, not the same thing. No. <laughs> <clears throat> Adult daughter. <laughs> Tad and Drax are keeping you up to date with everything you need to know. It's info to go on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 727 sunshine, 80 today. Got cooler temperatures moving in over the weekend. Highs in the upper 60s. Oh, glorious. What's going on, Kara? Do you guys think Mother Nature is just like super mad and letting things run amok? Because over the last few months, we've seen those murder hornets, the giant lizards, huge spiders. And now we've got these furry, venomous caterpillars crawling around. They're actually called pus caterpillars, and they've been showing up everywhere. They look like cute little harmless, hairy little things, but they can actually put you in a world of pain if you touch them. They've got these little toxic spines hidden underneath that fur, and it gets stuck in your skin. 
one man that had recently gotten stung on Friday says it hurts worse than a hundred bee stings. Oh, Ted, is that similar to the caterpillar that you posted on your Instagram page? It's on my Instagram page. It's on, I believe, the B98.5. Listen, go to B98.5 on Instagram and just scroll through the menagerie of crazy creatures that I've photographed. I feel like I work for National Geographic. The one that I posted that I thought Kara was talking about doesn't look cute and furry. It looks furry and like an alien. Oh, no. These look cute and furry like a little toupee, like you would want to pet it. But don't. Don't touch it at all. Oh, no. Someone lost their weave or something? Yeah, a little bit. It's kind (laughs) of cute. But like I said, cute, but very dangerous. It's unreal. Like 2020 is not the time for all these creatures to come out. I took a picture. Again, it's on the B98.5 Instagram (laughs) or a video of a pumpkin spice worm. What is happening? <laughs> I'm telling you. You look could, on the Instagram you and tell me that's not a pumpkin spice worm. You could sell it to a basic chick for like three ninety nine. <laughs> Ready for a good feeling. Yeah. Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. All right, I'm going to turn this into a good feeling because it certainly was not a good feeling last night. Hopefully, it was just a fluke. The Braves got worked over big time by the Dodgers, losing 15 to 3 in game 3. I'm going to call you out and ask that you please explain how this is going to be a good feeling. Okay, so coach Brian Snitker can explain. He says it's not really that bad. Honestly, we're in better shape than if we had to grind it out a, you know, a 7 to 5 loss. So, <laughs> yeah, well, and and the other thing too is it doesn't matter if the score last night was a hundred to three. The Braves are still up two to one. That's right. Like, we're still leading in the series. Yes, it stings, but we're still winning. We're still up. That's right. I was taking all kinds of heat on my Instagram because mm-hmm. I had posted mm-hmm. the comments that I made yesterday yep. telling Atlanta sports fans mm-hmm. do not get excited because I feel I mean, obviously, how many times has your heart been ripped out of your chest? And uh, people are now blaming me for the loss last night, saying that I put the bad juju out there. I'm blaming you for the loss last night because you did put the bad juju out there. I, I tried to shush it Braves. out of you, and it didn't happen. I so. don't. I don't. I'm not the person that's blowing these leads. <laughs> I don't play for the Falcons. I too blame you for it. Ted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now Playing we got you to nuts. turn it around, and we're gonna be cheering for the Braves to win tonight. Game four kicks off eight o'clock. We got to do something to exercise the demons. I'm not kidding. Like, uh, just uh, the demon. I think Kara, we're looking at it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm being punked right before your eyes. Our pop culture princess is ready to play. Are you smarter than Kara? Is on B ninety eight point five. Sponsored by R S Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Elena in Woodstock. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are good, you doing? Good. 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 Could you kick Kara out of the studio for us, Elena? Kara, can you please get out? I'm gone, Elena. Good luck. (laughs) Thanks. Kara's going to leave the room. We're going to ask you these five trivia questions. We'll bring Kara back in and ask her the same questions. If you answer more right than Kara, she'll have to give you a hundred bucks. Okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Question number one. Tommy Lee says he's moving back to Greece if Trump gets reelected. What instrument does Tommy Lee play for Motley Crue? Um, the, he plays the guitar. Question two, Alabama head coach Nick Saban is tested positive for coronavirus. What's the annoying phrase Bama fans say to each other every 12 seconds? Roll Tide. Question three, Georgia, Florida line singer Tyler Hubbard says 
three kids is enough. So he got uh, well, he got fixed. <laughs> Tyler is he the Georgia or the Florida part of the duo? The Florida part. <laughs> it was twenty years ago today. This is question four. Fight Club was released. What's the first rule of Fight Club? Don't eat a sandwich. <laughs> Number five, Wonderwall by Oasis is the first song from the 90s to hit a billion streams. Name the brothers who formed the band Oasis. What? The brothers are Brandon and Dylan. All right, spring Kara back in. All right, Elena and Woodstock struggled this morning getting one right. Oh, oh. Uno for Elena. Okay. But you're going to learn know. the right answers at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same questions, Kara. Number one. Tommy Lee says he's moving back to Greece if Trump gets reelected. What instrument does Tommy play for Motley Crue? He's a drummer. Elena said guitar. It's one to nothing. Question two. Alabama head coach Nick Saban tested positive for the Rona. What's the annoying phrase Bama phase fans say to each other every 12 seconds? Ugh, roll tide. Elena said it with the same disdain. How about that? (laughs) I got her on the board. It's two to one. Question three. Great question here. Georgia, Florida line singer Tyler Hubbard says three kids is enough, so he got fixed. <laughs> is Tyler the Georgia or the Florida part of the group? He's the Georgia part of the group. He's from Monroe, Georgia. Went to Lawrenceville Christian Academy. How about that? <laughs> Elena said Florida. It's three to one. Question four is 20 years ago today. Fight Club was released. What's the first rule of Fight Club? You don't talk about Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not uh, talk about Fight Club. And the second rule? You don't talk about Fight you Club. You do not Talk about Fight Club. Uh, Elena no. said, don't eat a sandwich. That, that Never had that rule in my house. All right, it's four to one. Kara's up. By the way, rule number three is you don't mention that movie that seems like it came out yesterday, came out 20 years ago. You want people to feel old. <laughs> number five, Wonderwall by Oasis is the first song from the 90s to hit a billion streams. Name the brothers who formed the band. Liam and Noel Gallagher. Elena said, Brandon and Dylan. All right, it's a clean sweep this morning. Elena got learnt in Woodstock five to one. Are you smart? Harder than Kara, Elena? I thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> thought wrong. 881 wins and just 31 losses, Kara. Oh, sorry, Elena. Oh, it's okay. Congratulations. The 98.5 80s, 90s, and now good morning. It's Tad, and hello, Drax. Good morning. And hello, Kara. Good morning. Got the uh, keyword you need for the cash coming up in a couple of minutes. Your chance at a thousand bucks. Got an announcement to make. Men are weak, insecure, Liars. Yes. And because of that, you're probably not even with the guy that you wanted to be with in the first place right now uh-huh. because of his weakness and insecurity. How dare you, Tad? Let me just uh, hear me out. Like, ladies, you listen to this. You think that we're hunters? Mm-hmm. Wrong. You think that if we're interested in dating you, we're just going to walk up, confidently ask you for your phone number? And eh, False. Ultimately, it falls on women to make the first move. What? I figured this out. I figured this out with because of Michael Che, who was on Ellen. Michael Che, if you know, he does Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. He's a comedian. He's a funny guy. He's been on Saturday Night Live making bank for years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So you would think that a rich star like that would have the confidence to go up to a woman who works in the produce department at Whole Foods and ask for her phone number. Oh, is he sweet on her? He's sweet on her. He's attracted to her. He's interested. And yet, instead of just asking for her number, he goes on Ellen, a woman, goes on her show (laughs) to to announce that he likes this person. That's how how 
far around the actual like just just do it. <laughs> just, so he told the story on Ellen. This is Michael Che on Ellen talking about that. But who have you, who would you like me to set you up? With? Have you thought about it? <laughs> There's one lady in Whole Foods that I really like. She works in the produce section. Okay. Her name is Maple. She's really sweet and she's kind of standoffish in the way that I like. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if you know anybody there, but. So, Ted, <laughs> what I hear you saying is if guys are weak and insecure and liars and we have a hard time initiating the uh, relationship, well, then how do we end up in relationships then? You know, how did, uh, Kara, how did Ryan and you eventually hook up then? Uh, Tinder. But. There's always some kind of weird, like, third party. Okay, Tinder. But, all right, so that's, uh, I don't know if that's a great example. If, because that's like Tinder is like I'm interested, you're interested. It's definitely Tinder is designed to be a dance. Yeah, it's designed to be a dance, and it's and, but Tinder wouldn't exist if we had the courage to talk to each other. That's true. And I was listening to Michael Che's um, story, and I'm like, I can't be mad at him. I've never asked a woman for her phone number before in my life. Are you serious? Never? never. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you on that, Ted. It, it, guys do have a hard time understanding like, oh, this woman is into me. I, I, am I clear to land? Am, am I right. okay to go up and ask you for your phone number? It, it is tough. So then, oh but that, how gosh. does it eventually happen then? How do we find ourselves in these relationships? It's because women have got a bag of tricks. If, think about like, <laughs> so so you are you find somebody who's a, a woman who's just like so super attractive, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh. And then your next thought is, I'm no good. I'm no. I'm right. not good enough for her. She is going to say no. I objection. Okay, I'm not going to do anything about it. Right? If she's interested in you, she she'll let you know. Like every single person that I've ever dated has let me know. I don't really even know how it happened. I don't know what tactics they used, but it was it's always been very obvious to me before I would make that move that they're interested. So you always wait for somebody else to show their interest in you before and I've you done kind that of my return own. the favor. I've done that my whole life. Drex, if you dig deep, has done that his whole yeah. life. Michael Che has done that his whole life. What? I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I guess women do have these bag of tricks that they use to let us know that they're interested, but I mean, I don't know what they are. Well, this is a big ask, but could we get... <laughs> they want to know our you secrets, reveal? y'all. Yeah. <laughs> what? What they want to know our secrets, y'all. Yeah, I want to know what's in your bag of tricks. Like, what do you do? Because when it's happening to us, we don't even realize that it's happening. Come on, Kara, what are so the secrets? Dumb. Out with that. that. Weak, insecure, dumb liars. <laughs> Weak, insecure, dumb liars. I'm right. not coming off my secrets. Let's see if another lady oh, will come geez. off hers, though. Oh, all right. 404-741-0985. If you have the courage. You see the reverse <laughs> psychology I'm using? B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. If you're just joining us, we're just talking about this. It is unbelievable. The realization that we made this morning, especially Drex and I, that women are running all of the shows duh even <laughs> even the shows that even parts like you'd think that when it comes to dating macho men strong confident men walk right up to you and tell you like i'm interested in dating you give me your number please that's what I'm we want call you i know you want that but that's what how, we want but how often does it really happen? never no never instead well, we make you 
dance. Yeah. We don't ask because we have we lack confidence. It's a weakness. And how then do we, how you push do we it off on us, and then it gives us a crazy complex. Like we really like this guy, but he obviously doesn't like me because he hasn't shown me that he likes me. So what do I do? Do I do nothing? Do I do something? Yeah. Then how do we end up together? Well, somebody obviously has to make the first step. And it's you, Kara, with it your tricks. Is. <laughs> it usually yeah, is. With your bag a lady. of tricks. Perfect example of this, and this is w- what made us realize this. Michael Che is on Saturday Night Live every week. He went on Ellen to talk about the woman that he's attracted to that works at the Whole Foods that he goes to in New York City. Mm-hmm. So instead of asking this woman, Maple, who works near the kumquat section of the Whole Foods, <laughs> could I have your number? He's on national television now asking Ellen for her help. In making that connection, mm-hmm. you're you got a bag of tricks. There's not too many women that will will will, will uh, like reveal what it, their bag of tricks is, but you know you've got it. <laughs> uh, Natalie and Roswell, thank you for being so brave to tell us what is in your bag of tricks. Well, honestly, my favorite trick is I'll just start talking to his best friends and maybe a little flirty with his best friends, but that's just my way in to get to know the guy that I really like. And as I'm talking to his friends, all I'm really talking about is the guy that I really like. And so these guys are like, I don't think she likes us. I think she likes him. And next thing I know, I see them telling him and he comes up to me and he's like, you like me? You've been talking about me. This is so, no, this is so flawed because guys are so dumb that if you're even hinting at flirting, they're going to be like, oh, she's into me. Even if the guy doesn't pick up on it and the friend goes over to the other guy and says, oh, he's interest- she's interested in you. No, she's talking to you. She doesn't want me. She's talking to you. <laughs> That's a very good point. It's worked for me in the past just because I'm very obvious about like who I really like. But you have a really good point. There is a flaw in it. You are starting the relationship the same way. Like That tactic works in every facet, every phase of the relationship. You know, people would be in a relationship for a while and they are maybe drifting apart or whatever. They think we need to spend more time together. No, you need to go talk to some other guy, get your guy jealous, and then he'll just reel you back in. (laughs) They definitely react when they see that there's competition. Guys are naturally competitive. And so in in a relationship, if you do pay more attention to another male, the male that's with you is going to obviously try to do whatever he needs to do to get you back or keep you. Unless it's not a competitive situation like the Braves were in yesterday when they were already down 10 runs. If the guys feel like we're down 10 runs, we're not going to be competitive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, like, even if I was jealous, she's talking about playing all the jealousy thing. I mean, how much jealousy would it take for me to ask somebody for their number? I say there's not enough jealousy. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh, really? (laughs) I'm, I'm telling you, this is a very strong thing. And this is a service to women. Know this. 99 there's of course there's going to be your outliers there's going to be some guy that's going to ask for numbers but i'll bet you if you dig deep and you think about it you have not been asked for your phone number as many from from as many guys that you've been interested in yeah. as you think oh definitely you have not. to do all the work it's not it's, yeah, it's not the guy you want to ask you right. for your number so whatever's in your bag of tricks good on you use it, <laughs> use it. there's more tad and tracks on the way here's what's coming up next all right kara has info to go in 10 minutes well it's looking like we've got another best place to live in the country honor i'll tell you where it is this time in info to go man if, if there's every town eventually is gonna get hit <laughs> all the stuff you need to know to start your day it's info to go on b98.5 protected by breda pest management they handle bugs and critters 826 sunshine 80 today the braves 
Well, <sighs> just be glad that the Dodgers aren't allowed to carry some of their runs from last night over to the next day. Because <laughs> if that were the case, they'd win the World Series for the next 30 <laughs> <Right>. years. <laughs> it was ugly. But today is another day. Game four tonight, 8.08. Kara, what's going on? So just days before one of the biggest college football matchups in the Southeast, we find out Alabama's head coach, Nick Saban, is getting sidelined with COVID-19. So what does that mean for Saturday's game? As of right now, the Bulldogs still scheduled to take on Alabama in Tuscaloosa, pending that no players on either team test positive. Now, not only is Nick Saban positive, but the athletic director for Alabama tested positive also. And I know they took on, I believe it was Mississippi last week. Mm -hmm. And there have been a couple of players on the Mississippi team that have recently tested positive this week, too. So it could be a big old mess. Hopefully, fingers crossed, nobody player-wise tests positive between now and Saturday and the game can go on. There's nothing worse than your football game being canceled. I know. Well, and we hope that Nick Saban, he's a relatively healthy man. He's He is a little bit older, 68 years old. We hope that he's well. We're going to be thinking about him. But this is a big advantage for the dogs. Kind of, because Nick Saban still plans on being involved. He's been doing everything via Zoom lately. I didn't leave the country. I'm just right down the street, and we have this technology, so it's really unique. He's been watching the players doing their practicing and I guess plans on trying to be there in some manner virtually. He said he, he didn't leave the country. Uh, if you've ever been to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, you definitely feel like you're in a different country, all right? <laughs> Can we move on, please? Let's get a good feeling. Sometimes I get a good feeling. Wow. Yeah. So every year we get a whole bunch of those different lists of the best places to live in the country. Well, we've got another one, and a little town in Georgia has taken one of the top honors. Zillow and Yelp <laughs> recently crunched some data and came up with their own list. This time, it's the most affordable places to live that also have a big city feel. And Georgia only had one city make this list. It was Marietta. All right. My little hometown. Now, they looked at housing affordability, the mix and diversity of businesses, restaurants, nightlife, museums, art and culture, and, of course, consumer reviews to come down with the top. And there are only two places in the southeast. So for Marietta to take one of those... I, I love all the metrics you just explained, Kara, like arts and culture and this and that. We all know it was the big chicken that pushed it over the oh, edge. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's always about the big chicken. Where did Tuscaloosa land? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.